0: Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 999 The Fan.
1: And I'm Brian Murphy from WRL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're
0: going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now.
1: Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube.
0: Winds from Idalia tossing a car in the air and storm surge flooding Florida homes. New live images of the extensive damage from this now deadly tropical storm. And on the Carolina coast, we're seeing rain bands and flooding. WRAL has two crews there and another in Fayetteville. With a live look at how people are preparing for inches of heavy rain to fall. Plus, how Wake County is preparing for local rivers and lakes to rise. Right
2: now, flooding is the biggest threat from this powerful storm. I'm tracking wind gusts, rain totals, and tornado potential. I'll show you where the storm is right now,
0: where it's going, and how best to prepare. This is a live look of Ocean Isle, where Tropical Storm Dahlia is marching in our direction, bringing heavy rain and wind tonight. Along our coast, we could see storm surge reaching four feet. We have
3: our crews fanned out across our state to show you what is happening and to help you stay safe of course thanks for joining us tonight i'm dan haggerty
0: and i'm ashley Rowe. here's what we know right now our southeastern counties could see between three to six inches of rain a number of school districts are closing tomorrow in the last 30 minutes durham public schools and chatham county schools announced they won't have class tomorrow
3: and a tornado warning has been issued at this point in brunswick county meteorologist Kat campbell joining us in the wrl severe weather center To unpack a lot, Kat, it's going to be it's going to be busy. What's next for us in this area?
2: It's going to be a long night. Conditions will continue to deteriorate along the coast and in our viewing area. You can see the heavy rain coming down in Carolina Beach. Some gusty winds there right now already looking quite rough. Tropical Storm Edalia moving to the northeast at 21 miles per hour. Maximum sustained winds 70 miles per hour. And those strongest winds are just starting to cross into South Carolina. So we've got a long ways to go before the strongest winds actually reaches us in North Carolina, but the intense rain will be picking up here pretty shortly. I do want to mention there is a tornado watch in effect at our coast until 10 o'clock. We have a couple of tornado warnings now as well that we're watching closely, including two debris balls, so possible confirmed tornadoes in Brunswick County near St. James. We saw both of those pop up within the past half hour here locally. It's just rain that we're seeing, but a pretty steady rain and there has been a flash flood warning issued. This is mainly for parts of Vance County and Warren County due to two to three inches of rain already falling in that area and the heavy rain starting to push into Samson County, Hoke County and Cumberland County. If we take a look at future casts by midnight, some of the heaviest rain will be falling in the sandhills as well as Fayetteville down toward the coast. We should see some of the heaviest rain around the triangle shortly after midnight, 3 a.m. widespread rain in the area. Quite heavy at times, but by the time you're waking up in the morning, the rain will really be pushing toward the coast. So for the early morning risers, rain still around at 6 a.m., but improving conditions by 8 a.m. and we should see the sun shining by lunchtime tomorrow. Still quite breezy in the area with some gusts 30 to 35 miles per hour, and we'll see improvements by tomorrow evening for the North Carolina coast as this all clears out of here just in time for the holiday weekend. cast rainfall: these updated numbers showing anywhere from about half an inch to an inch of rain now in the triangle, possibly closer to two inches for Rocky Mount and southern pines. But this is going to be a very, very tight rainfall gradient just south and east of the triangle and areas south of that are where we could still see three to five inches of rain, including Fayetteville, Goldsboro down into Clinton and much of Samson County. Heavy rain still our primary concern, but there could be some tropical storm force wind gusts because of that. Hoke County, Cumberland and Samson County under a tropical storm warning and they could see gusts 40 to perhaps 45 miles per hour. The coast, though, looking at gusts 50 to 60 miles per hour. I'll have a closer look at what to expect as this system clears out of here coming up.
3: We will check back. Thanks cat.
4: I'm Mark Boyle in the WRL Live Center tonight could be one of those nights to stay in off the roads. The roads are a mess. They've been that way all afternoon right now on the traffic maps showing you some of the issues out there. There are a few problem spots. One of those is I 40 heading south. This just coming into the live center, a photograph showing us this is I 40 White Oak Road. The eastbound or outbound lanes just down to a couple of lanes, two lanes blocked there near White Oak Road because of that crash. The DOT telling us it could be out there with some issues. with emergency responders until about 8.30, so about an hour and a half from now. The roads are wet. We are seeing these issues out there, so if you have to go out, just take it slow. We'll keep you up to date here in the Live Center.
0: Okay, Mark, thank you. There are a whole lot of school closures and schedule changes due to this storm. They're scrolling at the bottom of your screen, but I wanna read you a list right now. Chatham, Johnston, Edgecombe, Sampson, Wayne, Durham, Wilson, Moore, and Nash County Schools all closed tomorrow other districts are moving to remote learning. You can also find a full up-to-date list on WRAL.com slash closings. I want to get you over now to Brunswick County, which is under a tornado warning tonight. WRAL's Chelsea Donovan is live in Ocean Isle Beach. Chelsea, the rain coming down so hard, the wind really starting to pick up too. I do want to make it clear to our viewers, you are in a, a location that is outside of the warning area, right?
5: Right, absolutely. We came to you, what, an hour ago, and it was nothing like it is right now. We've made our way all the way down to the east end here of Ocean Isle Beaches. is one of the southern Brunswick County beaches, and pretty unbelievable the wind that's coming off of the ocean. And I'm going to step aside. This warning here is exactly what town officials were worried about. If you can see me kind of walk along the edge of the road, thankfully no one is out right now, and that's a good thing. This ponding and this coastal inland flooding is what the town officials were warning about because you've got the tropical storm condition paired with high tide, which is hovering around 8 o'clock tonight, paired with the king tide. And this, we're we're only at 7 o'clock, so this is just the beginning of it. Let's walk along here to the ocean side so you can really see a difference from what we were showing you, what, around 4 or 5 o'clock. Kurt, if you can walk with me, you can really see the ocean now incredibly angry also one of the things that town officials are worried about is this storm surge again with this high tide things are looking drastically different than they did just about three hours ago and you can see just by me walking here that wind and that rain picking up minute by minute now of course we're monitoring these conditions and of course we'll bring you live updates throughout the evening. But folks, this is not something in terms of driving that you wanna be going out in right now. It's just
0: a little bit too dangerous. Certainly not. Chelsea, thank you for bringing us the very latest. Uh, you and your crew stay safe out there, live in Ocean Isle Beach. Thank you.
3: Let's take you live now to Fayetteville, where Idalia is expected to drop about 4 to 5 inches of rain east of 95. Beginning this hour, Cumberland County is opening two emergency shelters for anyone who needs a safe place to stay during the storm. WRAL's Carly Haynes is live for us in Fayetteville. Car- Carly, give us, uh, give us the pulse there. What are you seeing so far?
6: It's really a steady flow of rain right now. But what we're seeing is just more saturation. The water is piling up on roads, including right here in this parking lot. We're starting to see those puddles. And then also, if you look across the road, I mean, as cars are driving by, hopefully to get home and stay there, you're seeing the water coming off of their tires. And as we were driving to Fayetteville from Raleigh, we did see more of that rain accumulate on the roads. There were even signs from the North Carolina Department of Transportation warning people about the tropical storm warning in effect and to be aware of flash flooding and debris in the roads that's really going to be one of the major concerns for Fayetteville and we stopped outside of a grocery store today where people were starting to prepare to buy food and those needed supplies they said store shelves aren't empty yet but they're certainly starting to see those parking lots fill up we spoke to one woman in particular who came in from northern Virginia to visit friends here in Fayetteville she was supposed to head back tomorrow it doesn't look like it will happen that way and she's coming to terms with it.
0: Every other hour, it was like something else was closing, you know, by four o'clock the schools were closed and then I just left out of Food Lion and guess what?
6: The post is closed now, so it's like it's really going to be serious. You know, here in Fayetteville, we're also expecting wind gusts of 25 to 30 miles per hour, so not just flash flooding is a concern, but also those
0: power outages.
3: Absolutely. All right, stay safe. The rain will continue to fall in Fayetteville. Carly Haynes, live for us. Thanks, Carly.
0: And WRAL's Amanda Lamb is covering the storm from Wrightsville Beach in New Hanover County. Joining us now live, Amanda, how are businesses preparing for this storm? I can see there's a lot of wind blowing there.
1: Yeah, well, let me first tell you about the conditions here because they have really changed. If you can see the ocean is coming up. We are really close to high tide at 735 tonight. So we've lost a lot of beach. The ocean is getting kind of angry. We've got kind of a pelting rain coming down. And what's really changed here is the wind. I mean, the wind has just really started whipping up here. But of course, we're in a beach town. It's almost a holiday weekend. So it's all about the bottom line for these businesses. They're very concerned. A lot of them closed early today and this evening and are going to be closed for part of the day tomorrow in case they get some flooding and have to do some cleaning up. But their goal, what they really hope, is that this storm is in and out for the holiday weekend. I guess if you can call it fortunate that it's happening during the week and not on Labor Day weekend. Uh, Labor Day weekend looks like it's going to be a gorgeous day down here, at the uh, gorgeous weekend here at the beach. Um, so we're hoping to just get through this for the next few days. And what they're concerned about here, what they always are concerned about when they have a tropical storm in Wrightsville Beach is isolated flooding, especially in that downtown district where the businesses are. It comes from the sound side. They're concerned about tornadoes. We've all, you know, we've heard of some tornado warnings already in the, not the immediate area, but in the vicinity. And they're concerned about riptides. They have lots of people that will be coming in here on Friday. So lots of different things they're watching. They don't have a full operation. right. Right now going in terms of their emergency operations but they're watching the storm closely here in new hanover and we will be continuing to follow this tonight and throughout the day tomorrow back to you all right, Amanda Lamb live, thank you for your reporting. You know, the heaviest
0: impacts of Adalia expected to hit overnight.
3: WRL will be with you through it all. Our morning team coverage starts tomorrow at 4 a.m. We also want to bring you to Chapel Hill tonight, where a candlelight vigil will be soon getting underway. WRL's Aaron Thomas back on campus for us as that community tries to heal together.
0: And as we head to break, here is another live look over Kiowa Island in South Carolina. As Idalia sweeps through, Kat Campbell is back with another update next.
3: Welcome back as our tropical storm coverage continues. A live look at Myrtle Beach. We can uh, continue to see the wind blowing and the waves getting much larger. Cat Campbell is gonna have an update on Adalia coming up in just a few minutes. In about 15 minutes, the Carolina community will gather for a candlelight vigil to remember the professor killed in the UNC campus shooting.
0: Zizia Yen's life will be honored at the Dean Smith Center. That's where we find WRAL's Aaron Thomas live. Aaron's students and staff gathering to both honor Yen and show support for one another as well.
4: Yeah, a- Ashley, Dan. It's worth pointing out that the Dean Smith Center is usually associated with being lively during basketball season, but we're definitely feeling a more of a somber tone as more people continue to pour in with the just minutes of this vigil starting. Uh, there's a lot of grief here. Uh, people still. I'm um, trying to support one another following that horrendous shooting that took place on campus on Monday. Tonight's gathering is just one of many others that have taken place on and around campus. We've seen flowers placed at the bell tower and other gatherings during the course of the week. Students, staff, and faculty say it will take a while to rebuild the trust of the safety on their beloved campus. Tonight is making sure the memory of Professor Zhe zhe is not forgotten.
6: I mean, you think of the, you know, their research that was that was done is you know, this integral part of, you know, his work with, you know, light particles, and it's fascinating.
4: Yeah, not just uh, the work that he did, but certainly his life. You're looking now back here at the Dean Smith Center Carolina Strong. We're hearing this uh, uttered over and over again. That's what it's going to take for this community to pull together uh, after the past few days. Of course, stay with us on our late news as we hear from the voices of the people uh, trying to pull together at this time. Ashley?
0: All right, Aaron Thomas. Live in Chapel Hill, thank you. And earlier today, students came together at the bell tower exactly 48 hours after the shooting. The bell tower told at 1.02 this afternoon to begin a campus-wide moment of silence. That's the exact time gunfire rang out inside the professor's office in Caudill Labs. Hundreds of students, faculty, and members of the university community surrounded the bell tower where there is a memorial to Yen at its base.
6: We've all processed it individually and um, had to kind of navigate it and grieve. And uh, today was at least the first opportunity to do it as a community.
5: We're all here to support each other and try to keep each other safe and to care about each other.
3: Hundreds of UNC students gathered today to participate in a March for Our Lives rally. Students shared their stories of lockdown on campus, in the buildings, and barricading themselves inside businesses on Franklin Street. WRL spoke to one student who was in a lockdown last year in high school when a student brought an airsoft gun to Middle Creek in Apex. Danielle Kennedy says all of that trauma came rushing back on Monday.
6: The fact that all of this is happening is absolutely ridiculous and frustrates me to no end, but I'm at least glad that there are people out here willing to take a stand and willing to push for greater gun legislation.
3: The the students gathered outside the South Building. Many had signs calling for stricter gun laws in North Carolina and around the country. You can find extensive coverage of the UNC campus shooting, questions, of course, that still remain, and resources available at wrel.com.
0: Let's get back to our coverage of Tropical Storm Idalia. Kat Campbell joining us now. Kat, that is quite the image behind you. And now you have another tornado warning you are watching.
2: And this one is also in Brunswick County. So Brunswick County had two, three, this is their fourth tornado warning that they've had. Two of those earlier actually had debris signatures on them near the St. James area. I want to point out the new one. It is just west of Wilmington, and this tornado warning in effect for about half an hour, and it will expire at 745. Another one in the the southwestern corner of Brunswick County, not as tight of rotation there, but we'll keep an eye on it. Zeroing in on the velocity, which shows us the spin inside of these storms. You can see it's Southwest of Wilmington, where we do have the rotation right now. This is going to be tracking to the northwest, eventually closer to the Leland community and Sandy Creek and we'll keep an eye on this for you and for anybody at the coast, or if you have family and friends there, we've got a lot of rain moving in here locally. We're not seeing the tornado threat that the coast is, but there is a flash flood Warning up in Vance County and Warren County, a small sliver of Granville County. This is centered right over I 85 in those counties where we've seen some of the heaviest rain, but some heavier rain starting to push into Fayetteville. Radar estimates within the flash flood warning over three inches just north of Henderson and in the Norlina community. So we're going to be watching that very closely as we see these rainfall totals continue to climb. We've got a 100% chance for rain late tonight and early tomorrow morning, but look at how quickly our rain chance us taper off tomorrow morning. As we get toward 5 a.m., there's just about a 50% chance of rain. And by 8 a.m., that chance is down to 30%. The bulk of the rain is going to come tonight while you're sleeping and into the early morning hours tomorrow. So let's outline what to expect tomorrow. The rain moves out in the morning. Here locally, it clears out of the coast by the afternoon. Here locally, our wind gusts will stick around during the day tomorrow. The strongest winds will actually come in the morning, staying breezy into the afternoon, though we could see some gusts around 30, perhaps 35 miles per hour through about lunchtime, even though it's going to be sunny at that time. So the wind arrives later than the rain. As for the river flooding risk, it's minor river flooding possible, but closer to the coast they could see more moderate river flooding. So we'll keep an eye on that potential. Let's talk about the holiday weekend. Of course, a lot of interest in tropical storms. Edalia and how it could impact her holiday weekend plans. It will continue to move offshore and by the time we get to the weekend, it's going to be sitting out over the in the Atlantic looks much less likely that it would try to loop back around and come toward any of the southeast coast. The European model, which has nailed the track of this system since last week, it's been very consistent, continues to clear Italia offshore, moving off to the east. So over the weekend, we are expecting quiet, nice weather here locally and at the coast. Unfortunately, there will be dangerous rip currents at the coast through the weekend, so it's going to be a good weekend to lay out on the beach, but not necessarily to go swimming in the water. Stay tuned to your lifeguards and WRAL for updates on that in the coming days. The worst of the weather ends tomorrow early, and then we see improvements into the afternoon. It will stay breezy, but the weekend, Friday and Saturday especially, look nice, less humid. We've got some enjoyable weather once we
0: get past the next 24 hours. A little
3: light at the end of the tunnel for us. (laughs) All right, thanks, Kat.
0: Our coverage continues after the break. We are going back to Brunswick County to check in with Chelsea Donovan. A look at the conditions there. Dark skies, a lot of rain, some flooding on the local roadways, and a whole lot of wind. We'll check back in with her on the other side of the break. Let's get you back to Brunswick County, which is under a tornado warning mm-hmm. tonight.
3: WRL's Chelsea Donovan, live Force at Ocean Isle Beach. Chelsea.
0: Yeah, we've made our way across
5: the ocean, about 30 minutes from high tide here. And this is exactly, again, what the town officials were warning about. You can see the storm surge right now, almost at the high tide mark, making its way over across the banks. Look at the walkways here behind me and the sea oats and the dunes where that water is like a wall now pushing. And again, we are still not even at that high tide mark. And you'll remember, town officials are warning about that high tide mark mixed with the king tide this week and this is what they're concerned about not only here on the ocean side but across the street where we showed you before on the intercoastal side as I mentioned before Ocean Isle Beach is unique because they've got the intercoastal on this side with those canal streets that are on every other street you saw in our last report of the uh, overwash already here On the main drag, we're on the very eastern end of Ocean Isle Beach. And again, as we've mentioned, 30 minutes now from high tide. And really, you can see this gentleman here behind me just out carefully taking a look, taking some pictures. Of course, if you don't have to be out in this right now, please don't. It's a remarkable difference from just a few hours ago when we were out on the beach Luckily, we've gotten a little bit of a reprieve from the rain, but you can see that the wind is really starting to pick up as we're getting these outer bands now of the tropical storm. But right now, of course, I would just say what the town officials have been saying now for the past half hour or so, please stay indoors and off the roads. There's a lot of people trying to make their way through water, and we warn you all the time, don't go through that because you actually just can't see
0: the depth. So many changes here from Brunswick County.
3: Chelsea Donovan live in Ocean Isle. Thanks, Chelsea.
0: Uh, last look with Cat, where you've got a major development, Cat.
2: New Hanover County, parts of the county, and Brunswick County. A new tornado warning has been issued. We need to hit on this. It's until 8 o'clock. Wilmington is under a tornado warning now until 8 o'clock. We've got one area of rotation headed for the west side of town in Wilmington and a water spout that could move ashore in Carolina Beach. Both of these couplets on the radar showing pretty good tight rotation. We'll continue to track this tornado threat for the next several hours at the North Carolina coast.
3: Okay, Kat, thank you, and thanks to everyone at home for making WRAL. Your choice to ride out this storm. We will be back at 10 o'clock on Fox 50 and 11 on WREL.
0: As the storm pushes in overnight, our team of meteorologists will be here for any danger impacting your area. We will break into coverage when we need to do so. The WREL morning team will be up early with the latest starting at 4 a.m.
3: Also get app updates on our WRAL app and have a great night.